Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoccom BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Welcome to the chain. My name is Kendall Landreth. I'm here with the gorgeous, incredible, hilarious... What? Sarah, Sarah Shower? Why'd you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I okay. don't know. Okay, well, I do have a compliment in our weekly catch-up. So... <gasps> Um, we are the BCC Club, and each week we talk about a weird part of the internet. And this week, it's not even a, a part of the internet. It's um, it's Myers Briggs. <laughs> we just it's, we just gotta start saying every week we pick a a thing that made Sarah and I go hmm that'd that's, be fun to talk about. That's online, <laughs> but everything is on the internet. So mm-hmm. we can really I mean we took the we took the Myers Briggs test on the internet. Yeah, so it is a part of the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, it is funny because we just we don't really talk about internet drama. Like yeah. I think people are like, oh, they probably talk about the tea, and I'm like, absolutely not. No. We're like, uh, yeah, I mean, we. What's talk- your personality type? Yeah, like I mean, that could be dramatic, but we do talk <laughs> about drama like sometimes. Like it's more like the like a a concept of like family vlogging. It's like yeah. not like. Oh, I'll say anything about a family vlogger. Yeah, and we will. We've have, <laughs> we have like a lot, <laughs> and we've said really dark things. Um, mm. No, I. But I. I get. I don't. We don't really talk about anyone else. But if you're a mommy vlogger, watch out. Yeah. Seriously. Um, today we're talking about Myers Briggs. Before we get into it, mm-hmm. what did you? How was your week? It was really good. Um, we went to London. For, Hello. Yeah, for Spotify, they put us on the radar program, and they with uh, four other other podcasts. Oh my gosh, the four other podcasts that they chose, incredible people. So fun. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I felt so dramatic <laughs> to multiple of them. I, I, as I was saying goodbye, I was like, I hope we're friends forever. Like so <laughs> desperate. Like, mm-hmm. but they were so fun. Like, and I don't mean to say anything mean about other influencers if you will i've met so many wonderful influencers but it's real hit or miss at an influencer event you'll meet some people not that are bad but just feel like there's nothing behind the eyes at times yeah i mean i swear to god i'm not talking about anyone specific yeah but then this whole it was like everyone there i was like you were such good people oh yeah well i think okay with influencer events it's because it's every type of influencer what i noticed about the spotify event is so they had like radar for like spotify they had podcasters and musicians at a certain point we were all like mingling and when you talk to the podcasters you're like oh my god the conversation's so easy and then as soon as you met someone and the conversation kind of stopped you're like do you do music? And they're like, yeah, I'm here for the Spotify. I'm a musician. And I'm like, that's why, Why? you know? And it's like the musicians, I have no doubt in my mind, that are the most talented people ever. But it's like, it was so abundantly clear who's a conversationalist versus, and so like, but I mean, Spotify, they chose like four other incredible podcasts. Yeah, I was like, I love you guys. Like, we have to be on each other's podcast. It was so good. It was so fun. We did an episode in London with Good Children, Mm -hmm. um, which is going to come out. I don't know when, but it's going to come out. Yeah, it will. And um, and then also, the New York Comedy Festival called me a content creator to watch. What do you think about that, Sarah? I literally cried. I know. I started stand-up this year, Mm -hmm. and everyone was, like, emphasizing how big the New York Comedy Festival is. And so I, like, was just pissing myself. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah, well, you know, like when you've been doing something for ten years, and then you're like, and someone's like, "Hey, you good did good." Yeah, and you're like, "Shut up!" Especially Shut up. in this industry, because especially being on the internet, because I feel like I've said this before, but I used to be so confident when I was just like in a small circle of like, yeah, like a normal comedy circle. Like you're in comedy in New York, and you're performing live, and you mm-hmm. you know you meet a bunch of people, but you're like, you can feel confident. You're like, "Oh, I'm doing something good," but when you do comedy on the internet, it is like every day. Which is not normal. I think it's like mm-hmm. something I talk about with my therapist a lot where I'm like, how am I, my brain is not made to take in this much information. Yeah. Where it's like every day I watch thousands of creators do 
pretty much exactly what I do. Yeah. Um, not in like a copying way, but in just like we're both doing character videos. Yeah. And we're all like, you know, especially when you do characters, you have to have a lot of uh, understanding for like we're all going to end up kind of doing similar things. Yeah. Similar, like if it's Halloween, we're all doing mom's on Halloween, this yeah. on Halloween. And it can make you be like, am I at all? important or special in any yeah. capacity and so I think moments like that I'm sure it feels similar sometimes for you like oh, where you yeah. see so many people doing similar like doing what you do on the internet and then it's like oh wait no but I'm doing a really good job <laughs> yeah that's I mean yeah I yeah I, I feel like thankfully I mean I do do like very similar character sketches I think the only thing that makes me feel somewhat comforted in that is that I'm weird yeah like I'm in <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. big time. Yeah. No, but, <laughs> but I mean, like, I if the the way I try to this is an active effort. Try to string words together is I don't want to be accused of copying. Oh sure. So like I even take the extra step to be like, who? Yeah. No, the, those words in that order have never been said before. Yeah. But um, yes, I do understand. Yeah. Yeah. How was how was your week? My week was great. I went to London. If you can you believe did? it. I had a wonderful time. The jet lag really got me. I oh, was yeah. like. Not okay, because we, we got there, and then that night we went to um, that dinner. This yeah. I had this wonderful dinner that was like a 10-course meal. It did feel crazy. Oh, I oh did, my God. <laughs> it was so good. But halfway through, I turned to uh, one of the guys from Good Children, and I was like, this does maybe feel like a horror movie where they're just going to like keep serving us, yeah. and then we're going to be like, we got to go, and they're going to be like, no, no, no. Yeah. You can't. And every single meal involved dry eyes, which uh-huh. I thought was so funny because... It was so cool and it looked amazing and I took a video every single time. But it really did feel like someone who worked there was like, please let me get a dry ice machine. Yeah. And they were like, no, we're never going to use that. And he was like, trust me, if you let me get this dry ice machine, I will use it in every single dish we have. Because every single dish had dry ice. And they did a whole show with it. as if we. And every time we had to go... Wow, oh, the dry eyes back. <laughs> Very cool. I um, can't believe you made a salad steam like that. <laughs> it was everything. They put dry ice in things I'd never seen. It was incredible. But yeah. I, I love I love a show like that. Um, so we did that. But then mm-hmm. we got home and I slept. And the next morning we were at Spotify. So sorry to oh, Sarah. I have to oh, guys, I, I don't I don't I don't judge here. <laughs> it's okay. It passed. It's ha- it happened. Okay. Okay. I burped, if you can understand what was going on. <laughs> I hate doing it. Oh, I hate it. Um, I, what was I saying? Oh, then I didn't really sleep the next day. And then that third day we were in London, we had all these plans and we literally just slept. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I, I slept the whole day, too. We slept the whole day. We went out at night and saw play and we got dinner. Yeah. Um, but then the next day we were like, all right, we got to get together. We got to do some London things. But, yeah. but I could not. And then the last day I didn't sleep at all. I went the whole day. And then the night before our flight, I did not sleep at all. I stayed up. I played Disney Dreamlight Valley on my Switch. Oh, my God. I made my my Dazzle Beach look fucking incredible. Yeah. And then I, um, and then I, we, we just got up and went to breakfast and I got on our flight. But then I slept the whole eight hours. And then. Eight? Uh, well. Because I was 11. Well, it was 11, but I like didn't sleep for. Well, then I guess I probably slept closer to 11. Oh. I like, I got up to eat dinner. Yeah. When we were landing, I wasn't asleep. But like, I slept almost the whole flight. Yeah. And then. When I got home, went to sleep, woke up, and had personal training. Uh-huh. And I remember, like, I woke up at, like, 7 a.m. and I felt great. And I was like, oh, I think like, I, like... S- wait, sorry. Like, swimming personal training? No, just, like, personal training. Oh, I didn't With, like, know. a coach. I know. I know. Can you believe it? That's incredible. Thank you. I am really... I've gone on a real fitness journey. It's uh-huh. been nice. I feel like I, for years... Well, I struggled a lot with eating... Bad eating habits. Yeah. In terms of like not eating enough, but yeah. then like eating way too much. You know, okay, yes. we know what it is. It's, yeah, like I'm derailed. Disorder. I'm sorry. No, but yeah. it's okay. But the, you know, I struggled with that, and so it was a really hard thing where anytime I would try to get into fitness, uh-huh. it would go all the way back to. It was like I couldn't do something balanced. It was like, yeah. well, either I'm gonna not focus on healthiness at all, uh-huh. or I'm gonna go so far that it's once again not yeah. healthy in another way. And I finally feel like I have like done it, like through years of therapy and whatever. I'm like, I work out probably four to five days a week. Yeah, but it's not like. It's not for anything. Like, I think I used to, like, go do it and then be looking in the mirror being like, is something different? But now it just feels like an hour to myself. Yeah. It's, like, relaxing. I feel good. It's just not... I feel like I finally, like, am doing it in a healthy way, which feels really nice. Like, I'm not... I'm not... I don't have any expectations for what's going to happen. I'm just, like, doing it for me which feels good yeah that's the good thing about the gym i see better results when i have no goals 
Yes, like if yeah. I just like get really, then I have a treadmill at home. Like if I just take an edible and walk for an hour <laughs> yeah. and then I do that for five days and that's how I wrap up my day. Yeah. I'm like, God, I look great. You yeah. know? So well, yeah. even, you know, my partner is like, well, don't get too, don't get too, because uh, they're worried about me because I, mm-hmm. I have in the past gone too, too far. Yeah. And it's not been helpful for like two weeks. I'm like, go and go and go and whatever. But it just feels so different this time where I was like, no, I'm not like stressed about, I'm not like, I just go every day because it makes me feel good. Yeah. Some days I like, one time I went to the gym, this was a couple weeks ago, and I went, but I just stretched on the floor for like 30 minutes. I like didn't really do any exercise. Yeah. <laughs> but I just like moved my body and then left. And I it used to be this like, well, I'm doing this because of this, but now uh-huh. it's just I'm doing this because I want to feel like, uh, and, and I took a Zumba class like six months ago. I don't like taking Zumba classes, but my girlfriend loves them. Mm-hmm. So ever so often I'll go. Yeah. Be really brave. And I, um. I used to have to like take like seven breaks. Like I'd have to take yeah. like sit out songs, whatever. And then we did one the other day, which this was like after a couple months of me really exercising. And I went the whole class. I didn't have to take a single break. That's incredible. And it, it was like, oh, that's the type of progress I want to be. Like that made me feel really good. Yeah. Where I was like, it's not about the way my body looks. It's like the fact that I could just dance for a full like hour. Yeah. And feel great. Like that is so exciting. So I feel good about that. But I got off the flight and. I haven't had jet lag really since I got back. Yeah. So I was like, I think I cracked it where I really have to just not sleep for like 48 hours leading up to a flight. Yeah. And then I'll sleep the full flight. You have to pass out from exhaustion. Oh, wait. I wanted to tell you the good thing that I, because you complimented me. So I expect in return yeah, for no, you to compliment me. I wanted, and I don't, I really don't want this to sound weird because it like changed. Okay. I, and I don't want to cry. What? Stop. Like, what no. Are you- <laughs> Stop, guys. No, I mean, like, I'm also, I'm also on my period for the second time this month. Okay. I just do not know what you're going to say. Okay, so the Radar Award and then the New York Comedy Festival, and I just posted about this on my Instagram story. I've been working, comedy originally for me started off as, like, uh, my parents are always, like, children should be seen and not heard. You always have to say something interesting. And so growing up, but, like, when I was growing up, I would always hide from my family. So, like, for the first 18 years, like... It, you know, the only time I was funny was out of necessity. And then, like, after all these things of, like, I proved it in comedy, I can't stop thinking about when you, you talked about growing up, how you weren't good in school. Yeah. You would film yourself doing projects. Yeah. And you would, like, you would plan it out. You'd, like, outline it, like, plan it, edit it. You'd submit it. And I just thought that was, like, the coolest thing <gasps> ever. Thank like, you. if I, as a child, like saw that that would have like changed my life because I never thought I I never thought to like do anything yeah you know by myself express myself I was always just struggling with something yeah and I just like was I was like oh that this is the world and I have to accept it you just like created like you you I mean you've obviously like gone into comedy and like filming it so it's like you just knew what you wanted and you just did it you know And it's Thank just like you. pure expression. And it like, it's like, I don't get inspired by like celebrities. It's more like when people I know say something where I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's <laughs> so cool. Like, I mean, like if we would have been friends, I would have yeah. been a creepy high schooler talking to <laughs> someone in elementary school. But like, I would have been like, just like so like mind blown by uh, that. Thank you. I that's think that's so sweet. genuinely like inspiring. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like I had to like, uh, I like, Wanted to be like a good kid, yeah, good kid, you know. So I think there's like it's hard when you're gay and mm-hmm. you're bad at school, and then you're like, but I still want to be a good, like I am a good kid, you yeah. know. And I have to like prove I'm a good kid. So I think so much of like, and I'm sure you had this with things too, where it's like you have to hyper excel, like yeah. I have to hyper excel because otherwise, what am I left with? Even though I'm a good kid, these two things make me bad, bad kid, you yeah. know. So I was like, well, I can't do the schoolwork, yeah, but I can show you that I wasn't like doing drugs outside the school. I was like making this really cringy video. You should have been doing drugs. I, I know. I feel like my mom, by the end of high school, she was kind of like, go out to a party. Go, come on. Get drunk. I'll pick you up. She was always saying that. If you're ever drunk, you can call me. No questions asked. It was yeah. just so funny because I'm like, that's so sweet and such a good thing to say, but mm-hmm. I will not have that problem. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much. That's so nice. No problem. That's also, I don't know, your mom sounds like she has a really cool personality type. She is a co- she's a cool personality type. I think yeah. as I'm older, I'm turning into her so much. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm just turning into my mom. Exactly. Yeah. I think <laughs> <laughs> I if, if you saw me turn into my mom, 
you have full permission <laughs> to drive a stake through my heart. <laughs> oh, did you ever have moments where you're like, okay, for example, you're sitting, like I had this one time I was sitting at the DMV and I was sitting and I was like sitting in this specific way and all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I look like my mom. Like I'm sitting like my mom. Oh yeah. Sit. Have you ever had that? Oh yeah. When I'm disappointed in someone, <laughs> I'm like, like the my disappointed face is so my mom. I like see we it. do it. Like I, she just like, she just always is, she thinks... <laughs> she thinks everything is just so like disappointing. What I do think is cool about my mom is that she's incredibly good at everything she does. But she's a hard ass. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but she's she's just she's cool. If I if I didn't know anything about her, yeah, she'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yes, personality types. Well, are... We're talking about personality types today. Yeah. I think that was a good segue. I it's whenever I don't know why I always take the lead on the segues because whenever you do it, I'm like, oh, what a seamless segue. But you're whenever seem- I do it, it's like. Watching someone run into a train track. You know, yours are a journey. Yours are like created after 48 hours of not sleeping. (laughs) It's an experience, exactly. Well, before we start, should we say what ours were? We both took the test today. Yeah, yeah. I wrote mine on a... I just took it earlier. Um, I'm going to start. My personality type is logistician, uh, ISTJ. Um, Apparently, uh, I pride myself on my integrity. I do. You have to... If you say you're something... Even if it's a bad thing, I expect that like a hundred percent. Yeah. Because I, I, it like it feels like betrayal. Yeah. You know, if you're like straight up like I'm lazy, I'm like that's great. Yeah. Then you're lazy, and I'm yeah. like yes. If you're like I'm hardworking, and then I see you're lazy, it feels like you're betraying me. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. And yeah. I and it just it's, it's something is now shifted in my body where I can't perceive you the same. Yeah, I think we see that a lot. Maybe our industry too, because yeah. it's so like which I don't think is the individual's fault all the time, but I mm-hmm. think it's very much like you. To be a successful actor or comedian, you need to have like worked harder than mm-hmm. any other person, not slept until you have. <laughs> I have to burn these Diet Cokes. I have to stop drinking these during the podcast. You've, I don't, I'm trying to think of like a really quick hack. Maybe we can scare you, or is that hiccups? <laughs> <That's> hiccups. <laughs> if <laughs> Just, you scare me, I'd start burping loudly. Yes. Um, okay. What was this? Oh, where it's like you have to be. You have to be, you're so lucky to get what to do what you do. So you have to have worked harder than any other person. And I remember in acting school, the time the teacher would like say to a student, I don't think you really want to be here because students are, uh, the teachers in acting school are so manipulative and terrible. Yeah. But I don't really think you want to be here. Every kid. Yes, I do. I want to be here. I want this more than anything. This is all I want. And I work hard. Like, and, yeah. and it's like not true. It's like, these are people that I'm like, you have, you never do your homework. Yeah. Like you don't care. But you feel like to be here, you have to be like the hardest worker. Yeah. And I'm like. You could still be, I'm sure there are many successful actors who are kind of lazy. And it's fine as long as you're just like, you know what? I, I don't want to be here. <laughs> you know? But I just want to be famous. Yeah. And, and that's, rich. That's honest. And that's you honest know? and that's real. Yeah. Um, I am a INTJ. Mm-hmm. And I, I screenshotted a bunch of stuff, but I forgot to screenshot my, um, like, where it said I was an architect. Yeah. But I forgot to screenshot what that means. Um. Maybe I'll look it up. Wait a minute. We're like furiously typing. I have a graphic pulled up here. Oh, that's great. INTJ is innovative, independent, strategic, logical, reserved, insightful, driven by their own original ideas to achieve improvements. I feel that that is true for me. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Hannah. You're welcome. Yeah, I feel like that feels true. I feel very inward. I feel like, and not in a bad way, inward might be the wrong word to use, yeah. I feel very like in my own world a lot of the time where yeah. I'm kind of like, here are my goals and all I'm doing is trying to do them and I'm working on myself. Yeah. Maybe kind of a selfish way to live, but at 24, I'm like, I guess that's probably good. You're, oh, this is your life. Why yeah. is it selfish for yeah. you to work on your life? I mean, I feel like you have everything, not everything, but you have a lot stacked against you. We've heard yeah. about how it, went, it was through high school. Yeah. Just the intellectual it, stuff. <laughs> and then the gay. So why I'm is an idiot and I'm gay. <laughs> you've got to be selfish at some point because literally a lot of people aren't thinking about yes, you. Well, and I just think, I really do believe the more... Because I'm not selfish in a in a in a real selfish way. Yeah. Like I will put aside my things if a friend needs me. Um, you know, I feel like I'm a very selfless partner. Yeah. But in terms of like the way I live my day to day life, I'm always like, if I'm taking care of myself, mm-hmm. I'm taking care of everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I mean, not everybody else. That's I'm not changing no, but- the world with that. But I guess like if I'm a good person, <laughs> yeah, that helps my partner. If I'm independent and I feel good about myself, that helps my partner. Yeah. You know? We said this. That's the founding principle of Al-Anon. 
if you work on yourself, people who are dependent on you or are around in your circle will eventually feel that yeah. and like feel that draw upwards. Yeah. And if they start to feel resentful, that's when they fall off. And that's when you know yeah. like they're not really a friend. Totally. Yeah. So I, I'm interested to hear your percentages. Oh, um, did I, you write those down? No, I um, but my, it says my strengths are I'm honest and direct, strong-willed and dutiful, very responsible, calm and practical. I am calm right now, but that's because I took an out of van because I started my period. So for you the took sick- this test while you're on out of van. Yeah, that's it. Also, so the variables may be weird, and I am a jack of all trades, which I do agree with. Yeah, I can do anything. Oh, that's beautiful, and I believe that. What are your strengths? Did you write that down? I wrote down the percentages. I wrote down, it says I'm 79% introverted. Uh Uh-huh. We wrote down the opposite parts of this. I remember one day when I used to live in New York that I had a really high fever and I needed a note to get out of work. It was so rude. They didn't just say, feel better, Kendall. They said, unless you want to come to your shift at the restaurant, you need to get a note from a doctor. I wandered around those streets of New York City for literally four hours with a fever trying to find a doctor. And it was impossible. And then when I finally found one, it was so expensive and he was kind of weird. So I really encourage people to use ZocDoc. It is so much better than Hoping for the best, because I'll tell you, there are some interesting doctors out there. ZocDoc is the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. And we're not talking about a few. We're talking about tens of thousands of doctors, all with verified patient reviews, so you can make sure the vibes are vibing before you meet in real life. Also, ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. That is my favorite thing when you do not have to call a doctor's office. I hate calling anyone. It is the worst thing I could think of doing. And so I love that I can just click make appointment online. I never have to speak to anyone. It makes it so easy for me. Um, And it's easy to do on the go, okay? Go to ZocDoc.com slash BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash BCC. ZocDoc.com slash BCC. What's up, everyone? It's Tana Mojo, and we're still canceled. Our podcast, Canceled with Tana Mojo, is back, and my favorite clean girl, Brooke Schofield, is by my side. We've grown up ever so slightly since our last episodes, and we're so excited to dive back into what's going on in our personal lives, gossip about pop culture, talk about lessons we continue to learn, and bridges we continue to burn. It's going to be wild, hilarious, and probably a little bit messy. So pause whatever show you're listening to right now and go follow Canceled with Tana Mojo on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. So you don't miss out on your weekly dose of chaos as we laugh at each other, laugh at our own lives, and maybe even give you a little advice along the way. Woohoo! My weaknesses are pretty astute. I'm stubborn, insensitive, always by the book. (sighs) judgmental and often unreasonably blame others. I think that's the autism, very pragmatic. Like it's like I I have to, it takes me, for to extend empathy, it has to be cognitive empathy because in, when the initial problems arise, I'm usually like, this is the obvious solution. And then I have to take a moment where I'm like, if I was in their shoes, I would mm. be upset. When have I been upset? That's when I was upset now. And then I'm like, okay, then I'm like extending grace. Uh, so, so, but it's not a natural thing, okay. you know? What's, so you see a, if you see a video of someone like going through something, yes. do you get like, because I'll be like, I burped again. <laughs> That's disgusting, No, I really want to lose my mind. Um, like when I'm watching TikTok, I feel that like this is how I watch TikTok. I know you, if you're hearing this, this will be kind of confusing, but I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Yeah. I watch a video, I start sobbing. Uh-huh. It's a sad video. I go to the next one. I start laughing. I'm fully laughing. Then I go to the next one. I'm sobbing again. Yeah. Next, and it's like I really will Rolodex the emotion. Yeah. Do you feel like you have that? No. I feel like I just like go straight through. Mm. Like it's pretty consistent. I don't like change that quickly. Interesting. Okay. Because that, that would be like a, going through like a second. You know like when you. If someone who speaks a second language. Like it's almost like a pause. Oh yeah. To like translate it and I don't my brain doesn't have that time. That's so interesting. Yeah, I remember I took a I took a Meisner class. Do you know yeah. Meisner? The acting? It's like an acting technique yeah. that's, you know, on listen. 
I'm going to be honest. I didn't love it. I didn't yeah. think it was. It wasn't my technique I preferred. I found mm-hmm. it a bit self-indulgent. A Don't bit come contrived. for me, Meisner. <laughs> um, no, and there's obviously incredible actors who use Meisner, but I found yeah. it to be a little like, guy, because I'm always like, it would be like, bring your full, we would have to bring suitcases of things from our living room to decorate our space. And I'm like, most of the time you're going to be on like a Verizon commercial being like, here are my lines, let me do it. Yeah. I don't need to like, it was just too much. Yeah. Anyways, um, but there was a girl who's an incredible actor named Juliana, mm-hmm. and her second language was English. And she talked about, of course, she was like best in class in Meisner. So I was always like, what are these complaints? You're you're doing incredible. Yeah. But she would say Meisner is fully based on instinct. So it's a lot of like what is pulling from like uh, basically trying to get back to like your five year old self before the world came in and beat ruined the you, shit beat out the of you. shit out of you. Yeah. And she would make it really hard because someone says something to me. And instead of having to go off impulse, I'm having to translate it in my head. Even though she was like, I mean, she was more fluent in English than I was. She was incredible. She literally had a bigger vocabulary than I did. But she would still have to like translate it and then be like, okay, what would I feel about that? Which is so hard. Yeah. No, that is true. It's Wait, so interesting. Sorry. Sh- should we talk about what the Myers Briggs is? Well, I mean, we is? talked about a personality <laughs> type before we talked about what it is. Yeah, it's a personality test. The, the Myers Briggs type indicator MBTI is a self-reported questionnaire and psychological instrument. Today, the B. Nope. <laughs> Today, the MBTI is one of the world's most widely used psychological instruments. The test helps people assess their personality using four specific dichotomies. Dichotomies. Oh my God, that was a bad one. You're good. Dichotomies. We just talked about our learning disability. <laughs> or scales. Introversion, extroversion. Okay, well, why don't we do this part? Do you have which ones you are? Well, I'm ISTJ, so okay. that means I'm introverted. I, I got percentages. It says I'm 79% introverted. Oh, I know I'm 51% introverted. Oh, so you're close to an amniovert. Amniovert. I, I'm pretty sure that means you're both kind of an introvert and an extrovert. God, I want to see here. Let me see, see if I can get back to my my percentages. Because I it's so funny. I took it in high school and they talk about this later in the research. Talks about how these tests are hard because people also do. They'll answer what they think is a good answer, mm-hmm. which is so funny to me. I'm like, if you're taking a personality test. Yeah. Try, you've taken the time out of your day to try to figure out something about your personality. And you're like lying on the test to be like, this will look good. It's yeah. like, that's insane. But I do feel like I kind of did that in high school when I took this, where I was like, because I was very loud mm-hmm. and I was very, um, like, I don't have social anxiety. So, like, if I go to a dinner, I'm very social. Like, I can tell stories, I can ask questions, I'm fine. But it's the length of time in which I can do that. Yeah. And also, which is only like two hours, and then I'm like, literally, I don't want to talk to anyone for six years. Yeah. And also, if I saw, if I was by myself for six years, yeah. Straight, Never saw another person. I really think I would be weirdly okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, not because I don't love people. I I do love people. I would, like, miss interaction, I guess. But I wouldn't, like, miss it in the way in which, like, when I've been around people for a really long time, I'm like, I need to be by myself. Yeah. I need to have some recharging time. Um, but in high school, I just was like, I'm an extrovert, which is so not true. Just because I was social. I think I viewed an introvert as someone who was, like, quiet yeah. and shy. And I was like, well, that's not me, but that's not really what an introvert is. Yeah. I um, I feel the same, like, at home, like, alone, and the same with, like, people, um, I guess, like, in terms of nervousness, because, I mm. mean, even when I'm alone, generally a heightened level of anxiety. Oh, interesting. So okay. it, that doesn't, like, really change. That's just a constant with me. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I, moving a lot, I can talk to anyone. Like, uh, you ever, like, meet someone and you're like, I just know that you can't talk to, like, certain mm-hmm. people, you mm-hmm. know? I feel like I, and that you just have to, I feel like, um, chameleon? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's, I'm 52% intuitive, 48% observant. I think um, for the rest of my percentages, we're in the 60s. And then the judging, perceiving, no, thinking, feeling was, like, 70-something. So I think I'm... Pretty, I don't know. What are you on the turbulent or assertive? Turbulent or assertive? I I don't remember, guys. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. I don't want to take it over again. No, it's okay. But I know that I'm, I'm, I lean to the right every single time. Incredible. Incredible. So what is this used for? The questionnaire has been used to help people both in and outside of the workplace learn more about their personalities and the personalities of the people around them. Um, it's commonly used for personal development, career counseling, and team building. That's mm-hmm. why we're doing it on the podcast. We're doing some team building. How do I ask? Wait, wait, wait. Then I'm going to look at how- It might be in the research. I'm realizing I was like, oh, what does this mean? And then I looked down at Dell in the research. 
No, yeah, I want to see how we should interact. Like, if we were in a team-building exercise, how would ISTJ, how do ISTJ and INTJ interact? Because also, I'm a judger, which I was like, uh-oh, when I saw that. It says I'm 69% of a judger, or judging. Ooh, there's a, there's this, uh, oh my gosh. This is for romantic relationships, but INTJ and ISTJ rela- relationship compatibility, um... Let me say, um, um, these personality types are drawn to each other for different reasons. INTJs admire the reliability, dedication, and logical nature of ISTJs, while ISTJs are attracted to the curiosity, intelligent, and intelligence, and depth of INTJs. Mm, do you feel that's true? Yeah, I. Um, you do seem generally, but the thing is, is you you seem like you want to know, you know. Like, what not like, maybe you just seem young, you know? Interesting. Like, you, your mind is open. It's because I've learned so little. I have so little information. <laughs> I'm desperate for Nothing any information. No, I'm like, please, someone tell me some information. Well, I don't know. Like, you just, like, um, and I don't want to say, like, a childlike sense of wonder. But you That's look, what my girlfriend says about me. Yeah, like, you you look like, um, you're, like, unspoiled, you know? You yeah. can, like, you're not jaded. Sure. I've tried enough. I don't want to ever be jaded. I yeah. really did because my girlfriend's always like, it's so funny watching if we ever do like a museum tour. Yeah. No one is like listening because it's like not. Oh, yeah. Like, we went we went and saw the salmon uh, do their migration in uh, Seattle recently. Yeah. And it was me and then a bunch of four year olds <laughs> yes. standing like I was like more interested in the speech this man was giving than yeah. any all the four year olds. And I were like listening so intently. Of course, the parents were, like chatting with each other and like pointing at Sam. But they're not like interested in what this person saying. I'm like asking questions because I'm like, I got to I love learning. Yeah. And for so long, I felt like I loved learning, but I couldn't learn like I didn't have the ability to learn. Yeah. So now that I feel like I got some medication mm-hmm. and I'm more aware of my own like uh bound I'm, uh, what I'm able to do yeah I'm like I've got to learn I want to learn everything hell yeah no I I totally feel that no but in terms of like on the airplane when they're like not was I just thinking this you know like when the lady is giving the instructions on every I'm you always looking but just not because I like want to learn I'm like pantomiming like learning because she so she knows that she's you know I'm the worst <laughs> my girlfriend's always like Kendall watch and I'm like <laughs> I'm literally so in my movie already mm-hmm. um but okay I wanted to say because I I got 16% judger and that freaked me out because I was like I don't feel like a judgmental person but it says judgment or judgers tend to be organized and prepared like to make and stick to plans and are comfortable following most rules I agree with some of this I don't really care about making and sticking well I like to make plans mm-hmm. I, I truly don't care if I stick to them, like I feel like my like canceling on me, there's never a problem. You mm-hmm. can always cancel on me. You can yeah. always tell me I can't make it, even if you're just like I'm a little stressed. I don't want to do this. I'll be yeah. like, that's awesome. Um, and I feel like I'm very organized and very prepared, but that does not come naturally to me. That is like a learned thing. I feel like because I have such bad ADHD that it's like if I'm not organized, literally, I will go to jail for not paying my taxes. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like I yeah, have yeah. to be organized or I will forget to do such important things. Um, and I used to not be prepared, but that's been, I used to be such a procrastinator, but that's been something over the years I've like really worked on. Yeah. I think um, I, I can be spontaneous, but I need to plan it out. Like if, <laughs> I mean like if you're I don't like, know if that's being spontaneous. No, okay, but no, I mean like if you're like on Sunday I want us to fly to Baja, Mexico, like Baja, mm. California. I would be like, yes. Yeah. The, but the day before, I would spend the entire time Plan. planning it out. But normally, most people would say in two days, going on a random trip to Mexico is spontaneous. Oh. I don't mind if I need to cram a little bit. Sure. I just, um, I'm a huge fan of routine. And if you get me out of my routine, it feels like I'm not a real person. That's how I am. And yeah. I, I have a really hard time. I think I've talked about this before, but when we go on vacations, I have like a really tough time because I am I am a person I wake up at the same time every day. Yeah. I do every morning I wake up at seven thirty and I do my I do my duolingo in bed. Uh-huh. And I get out of bed and I Same. Wait, really? What? Yeah. That's crazy. Are you kidding me? That's weird. I do German every morning I as soon as sp- I wake up. I do up. Spanish. Oh my gosh. Wow, it's so fun to think next time you're doing it in bed, be like, Kendall's doing the same thing. Wait, can, if I like can I get like a discount if I refer you, but you know you're already on it. I'm already on it and I have the premium. And you're all oh, 
And you're also doing a, a separate language. Keep going. Yes. Yeah. But I wake up at 730. I do my Duolingo. Yeah. I, I take my meds with the same drink every single morning. Yeah. One of those. It's not good. It's like those Al- Alani energy drinks. I got to stop with those, but I'm addicted. Yeah. I take the I take my medication with that. I have the same thing for breakfast. It's sick. It's a corn dog. Oh, my God. Every morning. I am like. And then I go to the gym and then I, it's like my day is the same every day and I love it. I never am like, I, when people are like, oh, my life is just same day over and over again. That's like my dream. I wish I fantasize about a year where my girlfriend and I are like no traveling all year. Oh yeah. No friends all year. Honestly, this would be a sad year, but I really am like, and all I do is the same thing every single day. I walk the dog at the same time. We walk the same route every, I'm just like so in a routine. And then when we go traveling, I become like the worst version of my ADHD self. Because yeah. first of all, once I'm out of my routine, no medication's being taken. I didn't take my medication the full five days I was in London, oh. which is not even just my mental health medication. That's my lupus medication too. Oh, shit. <laughs> I am like, I cannot, like I feel like in my day-to-day life, I consider myself pretty badass when it comes to my schedule. I'm very productive i get a lot done but if i'm on if i'm out of my routine it is really scary what goes on oh no yeah exactly i was like bedridden in in london i know london was so fun but i like couldn't be away from the hotel for more than an hour i know what stressed us out because my girlfriend are going on this trip to copenhagen in um december we're so excited about it hannah you're going to copenhagen uh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, sorry. We're, well, we're taking a st- What if I announced just now? I was like, Hannah's my girlfriend. I didn't tell you that. Well, then Hannah's my ex now, so that's crazy. Um, no, well, we're stuck. But when we first started planning it, we were like, so, I mean, because I have never really, I before London, never really been out of the country. I went to London once when I was like eight, but I don't really remember it. Yeah. Um, but we were like, we're going to go to Amsterdam, Copenhagen, Berlin, Vienna, Prague, and then I think there were like two other places in two Ugh. weeks. And by the time we were done with London, we had narrowed it down to three. We were like, we're going three places. Yeah. And maybe we'll just stay in one of them. We were like, this is not, we were so tired. And it's a bummer because you're like, we went and saw Mousetrap, the Agatha Christie play. And yeah. It was so good. I slept for half of it, even oh. though I was like enjoying it. I was like, yeah. this is so good. And I kept falling asleep because <laughs> I was so tired. I just was like, I can't do this and sometimes you're like it's nice to spend a long time in one place because you can like bop around and not be as stressed but i was so tired no yeah i feel that sometimes i have to pause movies so i can fall asleep and dream about the movie Mm. (laughs) like how i wanted to go wait let me let's do a speed run through the breakdown of personality types so each has like a four-letter code uh kendall is intj mine is istj the istj is the logistician they're reserved and practical they tend to be loyal orderly and traditional i wouldn't say traditional but my famous people are Denzel Washington, Natalie Portman, and George Washington. So just a ragtag team of gays. And then we have ISFJ, the Defender. They're warm-hearted, dedicated, always ready to protect the people they care about, like Beyonce, Selena Gomez, and Anne Hathaway. Oh my God, sorry. This is a tangent, but did you see the new trailer for the Anne Hathaway movie? No. I'll send it to you. It's gay, and it's good, and that's what I'll tell you. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) There's also the INFJ, which is the advocate. They're creative and analytical. That's you? No, no, no. No, You're the other. You're SJ. Yeah, I'm highly critical. Um, (laughs) You got Marie Kondo. You got Morgan Freeman. INTJ, which is Kendall. Kendall. You take it away. I am imaginative and strategic thinker with a plan for everything. Um... Some famous people with personality types like Kendall's are Michelle Obama, which is funny because she has the same birthday as you. Yeah. Something to think about. I know. Elon Musk, who we know I love from everything I've said about him on this podcast. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, who I love in the SpongeBob movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is also... I, I didn't like him as the governor. He's a Republican. Yeah. There's also ISTP, the virtuoso. They're highly independent, enjoy new experiences that provide firsthand learning, like Olivia Wilde, Michael <laughs> Jordan, and Clint Eastwood. The ISFP, the adventurer, are flexible and charming artists, always ready to explore and experience something new, like Lana Del Rey, Avril Lavigne, and Britney Spears. <laughs> Although... Seemed by the seemed to be maybe a little chaotic. Yeah, <laughs> that, uh, those examples really. Um, there is definitely a through line. Um, INFP, the mediator. They're idealistic with high values. They strive to make the world a better place, like Bjork, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston, <laughs> and Julia Roberts. And then INTP, the logician, logician. 
Uh, they're quiet, introverted, and known for having a rich inner world like Bill Gates, Kristen Stewart, and Elliot Page. <laughs> These examples are so funny because it's like, it doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't like help me understand. Like when it's like, Julia Roberts is an INFP. I'm like, okay, I don't know who, I mean, it's fun, but I'm like, it doesn't really help me understand who these people are, like about <laughs> more about the things. I don't know these people. Oh my God. What's that game where you have to guess what these things have in common? Oh. Imagine me standing next to Denzel Washington, Natalie Portman, and a picture of George Washington, and you're like, what does this group have in common? You're like- Wooden teeth? They're, <laughs> they're, um, they've got- a lot of vowels in their last name yeah. i don't know like and yeah you standing next to michelle obama elon musk and arnold schwarzenegger you're you're destined for some sort of political something's office. going on yeah. yes I'm, I'm doing some type of work i don't know if it's good or bad um and i've and i i mean if i was like michelle obama that'd be a treat but Hey everyone, I'm Devin Werkheiser. I'm Lindsay Shaw. And I'm Daniel Curtis Lee. And we are the hosts of Ned's Ned's Declassified Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. Guide. Ever wonder what happened to Ned Mose and Cookie? Well, we're back. We helped you guys survive middle school. And now we're helping you survive adulthood. On Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide, we are re-watching episodes. Bringing you special guests like Coconut Head and Janitor Gordy. And catching up on the last 15 years. We're talking about everything from dating mishaps. To mental health and maintaining friendships. And asking the question, how how do we survive adulthood? Maybe we don't always have the answers. But we're going to figure it out together. Come join us. So pause that podcast you're listening to and subscribe to Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. <laughs> On Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> um, then there's, oh, uh, there's a ESFP. Mm-hmm. They're spontaneous, energetic, and enthusiastic. Life is never boring around them. This one makes sense. These examples make sense to me. Miley Cyrus, Adele, Jamie Foxx. I always think about Jamie Foxx when I was um, in high school. I was obsessed with The Amazing Spider-Man 2 because Emma Stone was in it. But I Mm -hmm. obviously didn't say that. I said it was because I had a crush on Andrew Garfield. And I had a a bed set that was Andrew Garfield's face. Yeah. Um, And I watched the whole press tour. And they were not wanting to talk about their relationship. Uh-huh. Uh, they were trying to keep it private. And the whole press for Jamie Foxx just kept being like, you two are dating, aren't you? And they would be like, please stop, Jamie. And he'd be like, I, I'm I'm not trying to start anything. I just feel like the people should know. And it was the most awkward press interviews I've ever seen, but it was incredible. Oh, wow. That's the only thing I really know about Jamie Foxx, which is probably offensive. There's, I mean, <laughs> I probably should know more about him. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, that's Jamie. That's Jamie. And then there's... ENFPs, the campaigner, they're charismatic and energetic, often enjoying situations where they can put their creativity to work, like Will Smith, Robin Williams, and Ellen DeGeneres. There's also the debater. (laughs) I'm already reading, like, weird owl. Like, they're highly inventive. They love being surrounded by ideas and tend to start many projects. But weird owl does make sense. Sarah Silverman and Tom Hanks. This feels like the, all of these feel like, like when people talk about like the insane blunt rotation. Yeah. Like the next one is is ESTJ and it's Frank Sinatra and Judge Judy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and the executives, which is Frank Sinatra and Judge Judy, they have high principles and a tendency to take charge. They tend to be assertive and rule oriented. I was watching Judge Judy the other day because uh-huh. there was not a lot of channels in the London hotel I was in. Yeah. And I was like the way she talks to people feels crazy. Like condescending? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like she'll just be like like the people will say and I haven't seen a ton of it but just on this one episode I watched she's like he didn't pay me rent and then Judge Judy will be like I wouldn't pay you rent either and then everyone cheers and you're like okay but what is the what's happening yeah it's also like when I watch this is kind of different but I just watched I just watched Candace Owens yeah the moment of silence for me Candace Owens is always doing those college trips do you know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about where she goes to colleges and people will be like I'm non-binary what do you think of me yeah and it's like these viral videos. And I was like, it re- kind of reminded me of Judge Judy where I was like, what's happening here? Uh-huh. Because Candace Owens is going to these colleges. People have like clearly taken time out of their day. Like yeah. this is for probably, I don't know how college works. I didn't go, but it's like, I'm, I assume you may get a credit if you go or, or not a credit, but like a, I don't know. Maybe it's an assignment. <laughs> I don't know. A people pill. show up to these. Yeah. All it is, I swear to God, I watched like 60 of these. Candace Owens is up there. <laughs> Someone is like, 
I'm non-binary. How are you going to protect me? And she'll be like, I hate you. Next question. <laughs> and they'll be like, why? And they'll say like a fact about abortion. And she'll be like, I don't care. Go cry to your mommy. Next question. And I'm like, what is this? Like, actually, what is this? Because there's no way that this... Like, is this woman, it feels like she's doing stand-up. Like, okay. it does not feel like she's speaking at a political <laughs> event at a college. I, I genuinely don't like to victim blame. But if you go to a Candace Owen <laughs> event no. and you're, right. like, looking for a real, like, a solution. Sure. Like, that's like if I went blindfolded running at night. You know, like, <laughs> I... <laughs> right. Well, it is funny because it is, like, people will come. I mean, yeah. listen... I, I don't even, I don't have a gender. I'm not a judging, but mm-hmm. these people are coming. These people are coming with their hair buzzed with like a rainbow flag on the side. They're wearing a shirt that says like, I like they, them on it. Yeah. And they walk up to these mics and they're like, Candace Owens, what are you doing for trans rights? And yeah. I'm like, what do you think she's going to say? Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, I saw this video. This guy started to protest at a pink concert. <laughs> And he was protesting for like circumcision. I what the hell does Pink have to do? Because where did he? Well, he just held up a sign that's like my body much, and I was like, that's so funny. But it was about, and I was like, it's a sh- yeah, sure, but like, what are you go to the White House, right? Not the Pink Stadium pink concert, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I'm just always surprised. Where I'm like, yeah, you're you're, well, you're really setting yourself up for some failure. But I do think it's yeah. funny because I'm like. Listen, I'm trying to think of someone who reminds me as much, like Candace Owens, who goes to colleges a lot. Like Ben Shapiro goes to colleges a lot. And I'm like, I roll terrible. Everything he says doesn't make sense. But he's like saying answers. Do you know what I mean? Where he's like, here's an incorrect thing I'm going to say. But I'm giving you like an answer that I think is right. Candace Owens feels like she took eight shots, walked up on stage, and is just like blackout drunk. I mean, she's just answering like you wouldn't. And some of the questions are like questions that are real. Like someone being like, Here's an issue that I face, and I know there's legisla- like legislation that you support, blah, blah, blah. Why do you think that? And she literally would be like, because I'm not a pussy-ass bitch. Bye. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is crazy. Anyways. Um, okay. I wonder what her personality type is. It doesn't say. You guys get the gist when it comes to Myers-Briggs. <laughs> I just want us to talk about ourselves more. <laughs> What are I want to look at my romantic relationships as a logistician. Logistician. I'm saying this right, right? I'm dependable through and through. Trait is clearly expressed when it comes to r- romantic relationship, often representing the epitome of family values. Wow, I feel like that could be true. It doesn't mean not to Tradi- be your family, but often encourage traditional household and gender roles. Do you feel that's true? No, no. Naomi's a passenger prince. I saw a thing the other day. It kind of remind, maybe reminds me of you and Naomi, but it, it also reminds me of me and Jordan where I'm more like, I saw this non-binary person talking about how they were like, I have a, I've been trying to figure out what my partner and they I They were are. talking to Candace Owens. <laughs> yeah, they were like, hey, Candace, I'm a passenger princess. And she said, okay, Andrew, an idiot. Bye, next question. Um, I just can't, they have, they have, a school invites her there. I just mm-hmm. can't get over it. It really makes me, I honestly... It makes me, it's the only thing she's ever done that kind of makes me like her, where I'm like, well, you're just throwing caution to the, you don't even know what you're doing here. You're just trying to get the cash. She got $7,000 and she's just like, I mean, that's what it yeah. seems, that is what it seems like. Um, no, I saw this video of this, this non-binary person was talking about how they, um, they, they were like, I've been trying to figure out what my partner and I are because I'm definitely more masked, but, um, mm-hmm. and they're really femme, but we kind of have the opposite roles and they, they were like, I've realized I'm a, uh, I forget what they said, but it was kind of like Princess Ken, mm-hmm. and then like, uh, like an Uncle Mom, Daddy Barbie, or something. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's like me, because I feel like I'm more masculine than my partner, but yeah. also I like am the princess mm-hmm. kind of. I hate to say that word; it feels like I'm <laughs> like <laughs> inviting you into private of a part of yeah. my life. But I'm, I'm like more of a, I'm definitely a passenger princess. I don't drive. I'm kind of like need a lot of mm-hmm. attention. Um, but then they are more feminine and do the more masculine things. So maybe that resonates with you. I don't know. Yeah. Naomi is incredibly mask androgynous. That's their entire like, but as soon as they get like in my house, they're just like soft and like crumble. Yeah. A little hamster. But I'm, I'm pretty, I don't know. Like I, I love being more feminine, but like I, I feel like I do a bit of the heavy lifting both yeah. literally and, you know, figuratively. <laughs> literally you lift Naomi. 
Actually, yeah. All around. I if, I mean I've uh, I wanted them to carry me, but they're too. I small. always tell Jordan, I'm like, if I could have one wish, mm-hmm. it would be that I could be put on a little baby Bjorn on your chest and carried around. <laughs> yes, I do that to Naomi. My dream. I they 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 jump up and they wrap their legs around and I carry them around the house. With a, you can tie a blanket in a way that would make that more sustainable, too. Uh, they work out, so their arms, they can hold around my neck. They can hold around for a long yeah. time. That's incredible. Well, I mean, I've got it. What? I want to see how you are in friendships, because that could be... Let's see. Where are you finding this information? Or are you just Googling? No, go on the go on the 16personalities.net. Oh, wait, dot .com. <laughs> yeah. Because um, in friendships, it says I'm very loyal. What? I, but I already took this test. Okay, wait. Oh, okay. Should I take the test again and then get my information? Yes, and I'm going to read a little bit about myself. Okay. Um, my workplace habits. Um, no, actually, I'm going to go to my friendships because that relates to Kendall and I. Well, the only thing is I won't be able to listen while you're doing it. So should we just take, fi- take five? Yeah. Is that okay? On, on the front page of 16 personalities, if you go up and uh, highlight personality types, you should take you right there. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, you're totally fine. Wow, that is um, so much easier than I was going to do. Um, found it. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> What's um, So for friendships, logistician friends are not spontaneous. They are not talkative or particularly playful in their affection. This is you? I think that's wrong. I am playful and I am talkative, but don't touch me. Like, I like something the I like, okay, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. When I'm laughing with someone and they like reach out and they touch my arm, I have forgotten everything else that's going on. Why? Because you're horny or because you're. No, just because <laughs> I it was not expecting that. Oh, I do that a lot. That it's like, I don't know, it's if like, um, but I'm it's, it's like, a, I mean, it, I know it's a good thing. Yeah. But it, it's just like my body is so like. What are you doing? Yeah, it's like suddenly putting on a pair of pants. Yeah. You're like, whoa. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I do that a lot. I'm a yeah. real arm. T- I'm a arm grabber. I love to like really grab an arm. It's funny because I'm not. I'm like a friend who like people will be like, oh, I've been friends with Kendall for ten years. We've never hugged before. Like yeah. I will. I have friendships like that, but I still am like an arm. Like if I'm laughing, I'll like grab someone's arm or their hand or something. Yeah. Um, what else does it say about you as a friend? Um, I'm a loyal, trustworthy, honorable, and dependable. There's many ups and downs, but logistics stay there f- by friends' sides no matter what, with a deepness of commitment that other types may not even believe is possible. Do you feel that's true? I am pretty loyal. Excuse me. If um, but again, if I feel like a lot of my friendships fall off if someone is not true. I don't have this doesn't happen often. Yeah. But like someone's just not true to their word. Oh sure. But I mean that that's like. I, I know how to pick them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I, if I picked you as a friend, you are pretty consistent. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. What does it say about you? It says in friendships... <laughs> wow, it really called me out. It said, a friend to all is a friend to none. Whoa. <laughs> wow. I don't think that's true for... I think there's truth in that for me. Yeah. I have a lot of real friends, obviously. I have a yeah. lot of true friends. But I do feel like I have a lot of friends, and I feel like it is hard for me to keep up with it. Yeah. So I... Because I do like to be alone a lot. Uh-huh. Um... But I think I keep friendships, uh-huh. so it can become overwhelming because I'm still trying to keep up with my friends from ten years ago. Oh yeah. When I'm like, I don't even have time to keep up with my two two friend two friends I have. Yeah. I see all the time, so I have a hard I have a hard time with it. I would say friends do not always come as a priority for me, which yeah. I wish they maybe did more. I think I work a lot. Like mm-hmm. I think I work a lot and. I don't always have I don't always have the time. Even for my girlfriend, it's not like I'm like oh, but I'm with my girlfriend all the time. We like don't we haven't been on a date in a while because we're like working. You know what yeah. I mean? We hang out alone all the time. It's not like I don't go on dates, but you know what I mean. I it's believe, like I'm yeah, not like yeah. I, I'm not like oh, I'm spending all I'm I just am like working a lot. Um, I feel like that's the season of life I'm in. Yeah. Um, so I do have friends. I think I have friends. We have a really strong friendship where it feels like they understand that. Yeah. Or like they have a similar thing going on where it's like we're both working. And then every month we have a phone call and there's not like guilt happening. It's just like we're catching up where we left off. Yeah. And then we hang out or whatever. But I do have a tough time hanging out with friends. Like I'm not if you want a friend who's like if you want a best friend who you hang out with four times a week. Like I just am never going to be that. Yeah. Friend. 
at this time in my life. It says, sharp-witted and darkly funny, architects, INTJs, aren't everyone's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. And they're okay with that. For the most part, people with this personality type aren't obsessed with being popular. They don't spend their time and energy on just anyone. And they can be difficult to get to know. Mm -hmm. It would be a mistake, however, to label this personality type as antisocial or unfriendly. Architects do enjoy the pleasure of their own company and their own mind, but they also crave meaningful connections with friends. In fact, few things are more exhilarating to an architect than the spark that they feel when they're immersed in a conversation with someone who really gets them. I think this is so true for me. Because mm -hmm. I think I have, like, you know, a couple friends that I really cherish that I'm just like, they'll be my friend for life. And I think the thing that I love about those friendships is the ability to just like talk for hours and hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Like that's my favorite thing. But when it's like they don't spend time with just anyone, I think there's truth to that. Because I get overwhelmed. Even if I meet someone I really like, I'm like, where am I going to fit you into this? This makes me sound yeah. like an asshole. But I'm like genuinely like I don't even have time for the friends. Yeah. And, I ha and not like, oh, I have a million friends so mm -hmm. I don't have time. It's like I'm, I have a really tough time. I feel like I can hang out with one person a week and then my social battery is so gone. No, exactly. So when people are like, you want to hang out, I have to be like, okay, are you available in six months? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's not a great friend. And so it's really hard. Um, but so I definitely am not someone who will like go grab a cup of coffee with someone that I like don't know or really um, find interesting. Oh, hell no. If no. I'm honest. I'm not a person who goes and or like goes out to someone's like, oh, a bunch of us are meeting up at a bar you'll meet my friends from college. I mean, unless it's someone Fuck I really no. am close with and I want to meet their friend, but I'm like, no, I'm just not, I don't want to have, cause I just, my, I feel as though at this point in my life, my time is too precious. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't, I can't do it. I'm interested what you'd be like in parenthood. Parenthood. I would, Oh shit. Um, Mine is children must be thought taught how, children must be thoughts. That's what I read. Oh, mine yeah. says children must be taught how to think, not what to think. I agree with that. Yeah, I said uh, mine says um, a clear sense of hierarchy is a part of developing this identity, and logisticians work just as much to ensure an appropriate respect for authority as they do with family and societal structure. As parents, people with a logistician personality type are the most comfortable. They se their sense of responsibility and honor blends well with the tradition that has been. Okay, to yeah. So I think I mean I think I'd be a good parent to a child that did not come out of me. Oh yeah, me too. I me think too. I could be a hell of a, an adopt like a. I think I could. Sorry, I just had like a weird cut on my oh, finger. No. I think I could be a hell of a foster parent, but that's pretty much it. Me too. I feel the same way. Um, and then I just want to look at career paths really fast. Am I going to succeed? One never notices. Mine says one never notices what has been done. One can only see what remains to be done. And if one didn't like the work, it would be very discouraging. Architects are rarely satisfied by the work that feels easy or comfortable. They want a career that fires up their curiosity and leverages their intellect, allowing them to expand their powers or their prowess? Prowess, yeah. Prowess as they tackle meaningful challenges and problems. If jobs descriptions make the average person think, wow, that sounds hard, then it might just be a good fit for the architect. Mm -hmm. I have um, a steadfast mind. I'd be great as a military officer, <laughs> a lawyer, a judge, or a police officer. <laughs> no, but I, I am the backbone of society, apparently. They may struggle with the increasingly open and social requirements of modern working life, but somewhat bad at sensing others' feelings. Logisticians, just the facts attitude can be downright alienating when it comes to more sensitive personality types. Yeah, I am... Um, yeah, I gotta. I really gotta work on that. I'm. Everything is so clear in my mind that I. It's truly like moving from like one step over, mm. you know. And that's a like yeah. a second language. Yeah, but that's the autism. Yeah, this is what's hard with this too. As we were taking it, um, as I was taking it this morning, I was like, all of this is like not really accurate though. If you have any personality disorder. <laughs> Yeah. Like if you're like, if like any, like, and I feel pretty, like I don't feel as though, I mean, I have ADHD, but I don't have social anxiety. I don't have autism. Yeah. Despite what people in the comments say. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> I literally, look at every morning the comments are, I, I'll look at a comment. I rarely look at comments, but I'll look at sometimes on the podcast because yeah. the comments on our podcast are very nice. Um, and it'll be like, I love when Kendall talks about her ADHD and it's just her explaining having autism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like listen yeah um but i don't so when i was taking this test i was like oh but if i did have any of that this would be a very difficult test to just 
to have. It's so literal. Also, yeah, like Hannah and I were talking about this. Like if you if I take my ADHD medication, it is so the answers will be so different to if I just it how I normally function throughout society. Yeah. So I'm like, do you want I should do I have two? Like am I supposed to just have a normal baseline of this is how I am, you yeah. know? I don't know. But it's very interesting. We love to talk. We love to talk about ourselves. We love to talk about mm-hmm. our personalities. It's very interesting. Also, mine was so different from when I was in high school. So I think I've really come into myself. Yeah. Um, which I'm I'm excited about, and I feel like all of this feels really true to me. So I um, yeah, very fun, and it's good to get to know a little more about you, Sarah. Thank you. It's good to get to know a little bit more about you. At <laughs> least the yes, the what this version, not high school. But I think yeah. we also um, get to know someone else yeah. who's super obsessed with personality tests. Yes. Yeah, so we have a guest today. We found on the internet. They're like here on TikTok, and they do like videos talking about um, yeah this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But personality, because there's a million personality tests you can do. Yes. Um. And so they're going to be here today and talk to Sarah a little bit. Um. And I'm going to go isolate myself because I've been. Because you're introverted. Socializing way too long, yeah. Yeah, and I will talk to them because I'm 51% introverted but 49% (laughs) extroverted. All right. And we're back. So uh, we have Courtney in the studio today. Courtney, tell us a little bit about yourself. I would love to. My name is Courtney. Mm -hmm. I am an ENF. Okay. I am a triple Aquarius, and I am also a AAA member. Oh, okay. Um, Why do you love personality labels so much? I think it just makes life easier. I love to label myself Mm -hmm. because it explains a lot about me. So, for example, a couple years ago, I stole $10,000 from my niece's college fund. Okay. Because I really wanted to go on a Sandals resort vacation for seven days. Mm-hmm. It's really important to me. The whole time I'm on the trip, I'm like thinking, like, I feel guilty. Like, I feel bad. Yes. And then I like remind myself that I'm a triple Aquarius and I'm like, oh yeah, that's not my fault. Mm-hmm. So it just makes it a little bit easier to process my wrongdoings. Yeah, I think the U.S. government would label you a felon. Oh, yeah. oh that's okay. I can add that to my list of labels. Mm-hmm. Has this ever gotten you into actual trouble before? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it has. I So I have something called arithmophobia. Do you know what that is? Scared of your own heartbeat. No, no. Arithmophobia is uh, you're scared of numbers. Okay. So because of that, I didn't pay my taxes for eight years. Okay. And the U.S. government, Sarah, oh my God, they were not happy with me. No. And I was in court and they said, Courtney, why did... I was in court, Courtney. (laughs) I was in court and they said, Courtney, why did you do that? And I said... I have one sentence to say, like, I'm an ENFP. Like, does that answer your question? Uh-huh. And um, I went to jail, but mm-hmm. um, I knew it wasn't my fault. I yeah. knew I was not guilty. No, you can't claim, you know, reason of Myers-Briggs. No. No, no. I understand. Um, so does it ever feel like you are just using some of these labels so you, you don't have to take accountability? Oh, my God, no. Uh I love to take accountability. Mm -hmm. I think, Sarah, seriously, taking accountability is the most important thing. Like, that is the most important thing. Um, I take accountability all the time. I, For example, recently I cheated on my boyfriend of six years. And I cheated on him with his therapist, which must, I mean, the poor guy must have been such a mind fuck. Like, I can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. I haven't tried to, but I I can't even imagine what that must have been like. Um, But for me, like, I have what's called cheating romantic. Yeah. So what that means is I like to cheat on my partners. Um, So that, and that's a real thing. You can look it up on Wikipedia only. And... So that's not my fault, like, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did say I'm sorry that God gifted me with this thing where I have to cheat on you. Yes. And that's accountability. In a a sense. Yeah. I guess. um, So have you ever uh, tried to, like, better yourself? I don't. You know what? I don't believe in bettering yourself. Of course not. I think any type of bettering yourself is 
making the ENFP part of me smaller. Mm-hmm. Like, let's think about it. Like, a lot of the things we do to better ourselves is trying to crush the child inside of us. Yeah. And, I mean, when I was five, I wasn't trying to better myself. And mm-hmm. that was the most raw version of who I was. I won the spelling bee that year. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm I, not... I mm-hmm. And I want to keep achieving at that level. So, bettering myself... I guess to have the full confidence, like bettering yourself means thinking that you are not better already. Yes. I understand to if um, so you're just going to be the way you are now forever. forever. It's five years old forever. Yes. Well, now I'm 27 and okay. I'm like hoping I'm hoping to be this way forever. Yeah. Because like I figured out every part of who I am. Yes. I figured out all the nuances of who I am. I think there is no nuance to who you are. What do you mean? You're pretty, you label things. Yes, but there's nuances like I'm an ENFP. Uh Uh-huh. But that's not all of me. Yes. I'm an Aquarius. Yes. Moon rising sun. Yes. I am a AAA member. Yes. I am a a (sighs) nanny part-time. Yes, but nuance means left to, to interpretation. That's your interpretation. Of, yes. of the word nuance. You should spell it. No. <laughs> but you said you wanted to achieve that level of success like when not you Not specifically spelling bees. I can't spell. I'm not a good speller. I don't okay. read, so I don't know how to spell anything. <laughs> I understand. But thank you so much for being on. Um, I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Well, that was interesting. It was interesting. Mm. I, well, I didn't see it, but I, I heard a little bit of it when I was coming in okay yeah how was it um i insightful i learned some things okay yeah but i um definitely go check out her tiktok it sounds like a real lot of information and thank you so much for listening or watching or however you're consuming sarah and i today Mm -hmm. um if you like us then make sure to rate us five stars um and come hang out with us every week on wednesday anywhere you get your podcast we're on spotify we're on apple music And like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. It really helps us out. And comment down below what you're, if you're an INTJ or an INFP or an IQ61. And we will like the comments. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZOCDOC.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC.